On May 22nd, PBS launched The Great American Read, an eight-part series designed to give viewers the opportunity to vote for their favorite novel from the 100 finalists in a national survey of 7,200 Americans conducted by U.gov. After the two-hour opening on PBS, the series will return in the fall after giving viewers the summer to read novels from the list of finalists. PBS will reveal America's most popular novel in the series finale on October 23rd. When USA Today published the list of America's 100 favorite novels, the retired English professor and me was impressed by the appearance of so many American classics, including Moby Dick, The Great Gatsby, To Kill a Mockingbird, The Catcher in the Rye, Invisible Man, and The Grapes of Wrath. I was also pleased to see one of my personal favorites, Betty Smith's A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, on the list. Of course, there were cringeworthy but not unexpected choices, including Fifty Shades of Grey. But there were several literary masterpieces, including War and Peace, Don Quixote, Pride and Prejudice, and 100 Years of Solitude, to more than balance readers' indiscretions. There were also a few odd choices. Readers selected The Adventures of Tom Sawyer instead of Huckleberry Finn. And there were some glaring omissions. There was, for example, no novel by Nathaniel Hawthorne or James Joyce. Since my retirement, I've been living a second childhood by writing about baseball, so I couldn't resist scanning the list for a baseball novel. Despite baseball's popularity, I discovered that no baseball novel was among the 100 finalists. Baseball makes an appearance in The Great Gatsby and in The Catcher in the Rye, but voters pitched a shutout when it came to baseball novels. One argument against voting for a baseball novel is that there just isn't any serious baseball fiction worth considering because baseball itself may be our national pastime, but at best the game is a cultural, social, and historical lightweight, hardly the right stuff for serious writers. F. Scott Fitzgerald once chastised his friend Ring Lardner for wasting his talent writing about baseball. Of course, any claim today that writing about baseball is a waste of talent overlooks the serious baseball novels that have been written since Fitzgerald's criticism of Lardner including William Kennedy's Pulitzer Prize-winning Ironweed, a novel about a former Major League Baseball player. Ironweed heads an impressive list of serious baseball novels that includes Bernard Malamud's The Natural and Philip Roth's The Great American Novel. Both Malamud and Roth have received Pulitzer Prizes and National Book Awards during their literary careers. Perhaps the most popular baseball novel is one that many people think they've read because it was made into such a memorable movie. Field of Dreams, based on W.P. Kinsella's Shoeless Joe, is arguably the best baseball movie ever made and the only baseball movie nominated for an Academy Award. It is such an emotionally powerful ending that, as my wife Anita will tell you, it can make a grown man cry. Maybe this is heaven. Anita what novel she'd vote for as America's favorite, she asked if she had to pick a baseball novel. 
I told her that she didn't have to name a baseball novel, but if she didn't, I couldn't guarantee that one of us wouldn't shed a few tears. Anus said her choice was easy because she read the book to her first grade students, and she pointed out the book is on the PBS list of America's 100 favorite novels. Anita's favorite novel is E.B. White's Charlotte's Web, the story of a piglet runt named Wilbur, whose life is saved by a spider who spins webs spelling out marvelous praise of her barnyard friend. Anita also admitted that every time she came to the ending of Charlotte's Web, she couldn't hold back the tears when Charlotte passes away, but her sack produces a new generation of friends for Wilbur. Imagine the tears shed in the Peterson household when I'm watching Field of Dreams and Anita is reading Charlotte's Web. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.